It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. That's a, a great night, uh, and one of absolutely the best nights that I've had in my professional uh, career. Uh, an amazing feeling to be selected as an all-star, a huge honor. Uh, my, uh, I, was, you know, I made it, you know, but... Uh, well, my team helped me so much get through, uh, get to this, to this level this season. No, my teammates believed in me all year long. No, the new coaching staff, no, they all pushed me every day to, to, to play even better. And, uh, and once you know, I started the season well, they all started you know, getting behind me and pushing me even to, to play better. And uh, so, as much as an individual award, and also a team award, you know, I'm uh, gonna be representing the whole organization there, and my teammates, uh, you know, the whole city of Orlando. I'm proud of that. And that was All Star Center. Nikola Vucevic leading off the show. My name is Philip Rossenreich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You, of course, follow me on Twitter at philipr underscore omd. And you are locked on Vucevic and locked on Magic. A hearty congratulations to Nikola Vucevic, the first all-star for the Orlando Magic since 2012 when a guy named Dwight Howard was the all-star. And uh, a very well-deserved honor for him. We'll talk about that coming up on today's show. As well as the Orlando Magic's 107-100 to victory over the Indiana Pacers, breaking their four-game losing streak. So, a busy, busy day coming up here on the podcast, so let's dive right into it. But first, before we do that, let's, I want to remind you all that you can check out the great podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. There was a kind of a big deal that happened in the NBA on Thursday. The New York Knicks, quite suddenly, at least publicly suddenly, traded Kristaps Porzingis to the Dallas Mavericks. If you want a complete breakdown of that, that deal... You're not going to find it here, but you can find it on Locked On Knicks as well as Locked On Mavericks and, of course, Locked On NBA. Just like there's a podcast covering the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail, there's a podcast covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of detail and care that you come to expect from the Locked On Podcast Network. Super Bowl also coming up later this weekend. You can check out Locked On Rams, Locked On Patriots, and Locked On NFL to get you set for Super Bowl 53. Of course, everyone will be watching the NBA anyway, so who cares? You can find that all on the Locked On Podcast Network. Just search for the Locked On and the team you're looking for on iTunes today or tell your smart home device to, to play podcast Locked On and the team you are looking for. Nikola Vucevic found out that he'd be an all-star just before the singing of the National Anthem at the Amway Center. He was introduced at the Amway Center uh, to the crowd as seven-foot center from USC Montenegro. And just announced a member 
of the NBA All-Star Game, Nikola Vucevic. So again, a congratulations to Nikola Vucevic, one of the truly good guys that have that have come through Orlando. Um, I know I know that we we do we are critical of him. We're critical of everyone on the show, and uh, and and deservedly so at times, deservedly not so at others. Uh, but Vucevic is is been one of the truly good people I think that that have come through Orlando, uh, and, and I am just personally so thrilled for him. I, I don't know anyone in that media room that isn't happy for 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 Nick, uh, for Nicola, for for making the NBA All Star game, and and we're excited to see him play in Charlotte in a couple weeks. I'm sure, his wife probably isn't so happy that uh, she won't get a break from the newborn for that weekend, but uh, uh, obviously a, a big. Big, uh, big accomplishment for Vucevic. Big accomplishment for the Magic because like Vucevic said in that opening quote, it is sort of a team award. It is recognition that in some respect, the Magic are moving in the right direction, that they are in the race and they have a player who is making an impact, not just by putting up numbers, which Vucevic is. He's one of seven players who are averaging 20 points, 10 rebounds, three assists per game. All seven of them are all-stars, including Nikola Vucevic. He's not only just putting up great numbers, he's making a positive impact on the floor for his team where it counts with winning. And that's really where we should start today is with the most important thing, and that is the game itself. The Orlando Magic taking on the Indiana Pacers, trying to snap a four-game losing streak, trying to get back on the right foot, trying to win a close game because this ended up being a close game once again. Orlando led by seven uh with about two and a half minutes to play when Indiana went on a quick 5-0 run. Uh, uh, and one foul, a turnover leading to a layup, and all of a sudden that's five quick points in a one-possession game. But Terrence Ross, as he did throughout the entire fourth quarter, saved the day. Coming around a screen, he took a, a really tough shot from the free-throw line, the kind of tough shots that Terrence Ross always takes, and it bounced in good to make it a four-point lead. From there, Orlando's defense took over a team that had struggled in the past, uh, of course, with their close game execution, especially on the defensive end of late. They stepped up and made a lot of plays, and of course, DJ Augustin then made his free throws. Terrence Ross scored 13 of his team-high 30 points in the third quarter, or in the fourth quarter. DJ Augustin had 20 points, 14, I believe, in the fourth quarter. He made all 10 of his free throws, and Orlando was able to zoom past Indiana to hold them off, for a 107 to 100 win. I mean, it was just that's how the game goes, man. It's a game. Of, it's a game of runs. So uh, you never want to get too down. You always want to stay focused. You know, and uh, be ready to make a push. And uh, other shots, you know, good shots. Orlando made their push when it counted most because the third quarter was a major struggle for Orlando. After they took uh, an early lead and, and really held off Indiana for much of the first half. The third quarter was a complete disaster. They scored only 18 points, got outscored 25 to 18. Orlando committing seven turnovers in the quarter, leading to six Indiana points. It wasn't so much that you just had seven turnovers. It's that you lose opportunities to score. Orlando shooting eight of 20 just completely knocked them out of their rhythm. And it kind of looked like Orlando would kind of have another little collapse and, and be chasing the lead. But Terrence Ross came in and, and really made a big impact. He scored 11 of his 13 points really in that first stretch of the fourth quarter that gave Orlando the lead for good, really gave them a sizable lead at that. It was a, a fairly comfortable start to the fourth quarter for the for the Magic. They were able to get the shots that they wanted. They were moving the ball effectively, and Ross was, was playing superbly. And, and really, the Magic's defense did a good job in that moment too. So 
Orlando worked themselves into the lead and did a good job to uh, give themselves that opportunity to get the win. But it all it again came down to late game execution. Uh, that that's really what's been the Magic's problem for the last uh, last little bit here in the stretch where the Magic have struggled to, to to scratch out wins. It came down to the final two three minutes of the game. Indiana made their push. They made it a one possession game. Orlando not only made shots, they got stops. Yes, Indiana still picked up a few offensive rebounds, but the Magic were able to scramble and get stops. And even though Orlando was struggling with the high pick and roll all game long, both Evan Fournier and Nikola Vucevic struggled to contain Darren Collison and Miles Turner in that pick and roll throughout the entire night. They buckled down and got stops. They got down on the floor, dug out loose balls, contested rebounds, just made it hard for the Pacers to cut in to the lead that they got. And then on the other end, they, you know, DJ Augustin forced a big three-point foul, made all three free throws, and just made their free throws down the stretch and, and made those little plays that you have to make. It's it's always about those little plays with this team, and uh, especially when they have a chance to win like they did in this one. So Orlando zooming ahead of the Pacers, pun intended, to win 107 to 100 at the Amway Center. Their record stands at 21 and 31. They are four and a half games back of the final playoff spot. And now, of course, one week away from the NBA trade deadline. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Before we talk a little bit about Nikola Vucevic's bid to the All-Star Game, let's break down the final box score for you. A couple of really nice performances in this game. Orlando really played a solid game. It wasn't the cleanest game by any stretch of the imagination. They had their defensive struggles, as I noted. They had their struggles with turnovers, as I noted. They really didn't shoot the ball particularly well against a very good defense in Indiana at 46.3%. But getting to the line for 22 free throws, a good sign of their aggression. When the Magic were were focused and dialed in and got into a rhythm, Indiana really couldn't stop them. And Indiana's, of course, struggling with adjusting to life without Victor Oladipo. They're definitely dealing with some depth issues. They're not the same team. Uh, not by any stretch of the imagination. So, But they all count the same at the end. And Orlando did it, did what they needed to do to take advantage of Indiana's weaknesses in this one. Terrence Ross is the first place to start. He scored 30 of the Magic's 40 bench points, 11 for 18 shooting, 5 for 8 from beyond the arc, a, a season-high 30 points. It's actually the second most points he scored in, his, in a game in his career, the most being that vaunted 51-point game that he had back in, I believe it was 2014. Uh, Ross just, I mean, when Ross is on, and Ross is on when he his shot is good, there just is not a lot of defense is going to be able to do. He comes around screens and rises up so quickly that it looks like a bad shot. And, and I would still probably characterize some of his shots as bad shots. But it looks like a bad shot, but he's able to jump so quickly that and, and, and use that little bit of daylight to get an open look at the basket that, that they go in. Uh, he's just in rhythm, and, and when he just has that bug in his head to shoot, he's going to shoot, and I think that's part of the reason why he still comes off the bench. I've had a few people ask me, why doesn't Ross start, and I think it's because of this. He's, he can go very hot and cold because his so- shot selection isn't always the best, but you want him to turn that corner thinking shoot. That That's his role. That's his job, and it, that role works better off the bench. 
uh, than it does maybe in the starting lineup when you might have a little more responsibility. And, and he's still playing starters minutes. I mean, he's playing, he played 27 minutes in this game. I mean, that's it, not full starter minutes, but it's pretty darn close. And, and, and he obviously had a huge impact in this game and was, was really the key player for Orlando the entire night. Uh, Ross just, when he's making shots like this, the Magic become a really difficult team to beat. Because they, they, I think they still feel pretty confident they will get good production from their starters, even though that's kind of slipped a little bit of late. Uh, so if they can get a big effort from their bench from a guy like Ross, then they're in good shape. And, and so I think that they're, they were in good shape here. DJ Augustin, 20 points, 10 for 10 shooting from the foul line. Got a lot of his work done late in the game. Made some really heady plays. Um, obviously really good attacking off the dribble. I think Indiana playing two point guards in their starting lineup with Corey Joseph and Darren Collison helped him out a little bit defensively. He was on Corey Joseph most of the night. Uh, but uh, and, and Joseph was only two for seven from the floor. Um, but uh, Augustin played pretty well. Obviously good production from him. Nikola Vucevic, the all-star, 17 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists, uh, 8 for 15 shooting. Just, you know, I, I hate to say this because I always say this about Vucevic, just a whole home game. Just really put his work in, did did his did his production well. Um, I thought that he got good post-ups. I thought that, you know, it was just kind of, you know, he was making or, making or missing and that that's really what you want from him. Um, defensively, I thought he was active. I thought the effort was there, but just really struggled. Again, it's, with Vucevic on defense, it's literally like a half step. Takes a half step up and his defense is really good. Takes a half step back and his defense is really bad. And it's really that fine of a line, that that angle that he has to set and, and how he has to approach pick and rolls. But he he and Evan Fournier both really struggled with the pick and roll that Indiana was putting on him. Darren Collison had seven assists. Miles Turner had 27 points. They were attacking them all night long. And, and Vucevic really was focused on protecting the paint. And I think so. They, they were giving up the jumper to Miles Turner. That was what they what they wanted, and, and they've always kind of had a, a, a scaled back, you know, Vucevic isn't blitzing or attacking screens, it's, that's really not what they want him to do, but he, I think he still needs to be a little more assertive and get back to being a little more assertive. Um, his hand placement's really good, he's got to just trust that he's going to close down that angle, protect, I mean, what Clifford used to say, Vucevic is a lane protector, he does a good job warding guards out of the lane, but when Collison was getting such a free run into the lane, and a lot of that's on Evan Forney, to be perfectly honest. When the, when the Magic's point guards were were getting that free run into the lane, the Magic just were really in a bad spot defensively. Vucevic was kind of on an island, and that's not where you want him. So a, a little bit of a rough game defensively for him. I think there, there were some emotions on the night, uh, even if he wouldn't admit it. Uh, but overall, just a, a typical Nikola Vucevic game, I have to say. Uh, Jonathan Isaac, 13 points. 4 for 12 shooting, 1 for 6 from beyond the arc, but a career-high 13 rebounds, including two blocked shots. The stat line, especially offensively, does not read super impressive for Jonathan Isaac, and, and I don't think they ever will. Um, but I will say this about his offense. I like that he's confident enough to shoot. He's shooting plenty. He's he's taking good shots, and they're not bad shots. They're generally good shots. You may do one or two dribble pull-ups that annoy you, but generally good shots. But what I really liked about Isaac in this game offensively was his willingness to attack the basket. He's shown some nice finishing ability around the basket. Uh, it's really been impressive to watch him grow that part of his game. Uh, but when he got an open lane, he took it. He's not afraid to put the ball on the floor and get to the basket. And I think that that's a really, really, really valuable skill. And I think that's something that the Magic are going to continue to want to see grow and develop from him. And I think that's just a sign of his confidence 
with the ball in his hands. It's growing and growing and growing and growing. And of course, that's super important for, for Isaac in the long run. The other part of his game, though, is his defense. His defense was fantastic. He was getting rebounds in traffic. Uh, was was really active all over the place. And you really want to see that. You really like to see that from a guy like Isaac because he's just so good at he's just so good at it. He's just uh that that's really what he's best at right now is his defense. And so his his confidence is up on that end too. You can clearly see that he's a lot more comfortable on the floor. And he's beginning to flourish. He's he's strung together like three two or three really good games in a row now. Uh for the most part I think he's playing really, really well. So some positive signs from Isaac overall. Aaron Gordon, uh, uh, kind of invisible performance, 10 points, 4 for 9 shooting, over 2 from beyond the arc. Uh, uh, and, and one more guy worth mentioning, Wessel Wundu back on the rotation, 7 points, 3 for 4 shooting. Isaiah Briscoe uh, didn't score in this game, but was an absolute pest defensively. And I really like that. You know, I was thinking to myself, I was watching that man. He reminds me of young Jameer Nelson. You remember young Jameer Nelson... Uh, still learning, still learning the NBA game. His offense was 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 really what he was known for. But what I really liked about Jameer Nelson, his his rookie year especially, was he would come off the bench and he wasn't a great defender, but he would get physical. He would get up into you uh, and just be a bother. And and and, and I I see a lot of that in Isaiah Briscoe, where he's he's a big, strong, stocky point guard, and he can just kind of get up into you and bother you when you're not expecting it. And I think that that was really key to the Magic's bench playing so well. Every member on the off the Magic's bench had a po- positive plus minus. And I think it was po- it was essential to the Magic really taking hold of this game in the second quarter uh and, and the early second quarter and getting back into this game in the fourth. Briscoe added eight assists as well. He was moving the ball really really well and and so I'd like to see him continue to get better finishing at the basket. He really struggles there and, and I need to see him be confident with a shot. I think that he passes up some open looks that he needs to be taking. But there are a lot of interesting tools with him. He is he is an interesting player. He's earned some these backup minutes, and and he's playing pretty effectively overall with them. So uh, I, I really liked what I saw from Briscoe. One of his better games since entering the rotation. Good to see him back healthy and in the rotation because he's obviously very, very valuable. Orlando shoots 46.3% from the floor. They outscore Indiana 38-27 to in the fourth quarter to take the win. 11 for 25 from beyond the arc, 20 of 22 from the foul line. They commit 15 turnovers, which did keep Indiana in the game, especially in that third quarter. But Orlando is able to overcome that and win 107 to 100. Uh, Pacers led by Miles Turner with 27 points. Boyan Bogdanovich, magic killer, 21 points, 8 for 18 shooting, just 1 for 5 from beyond the arc. Thaddeus Young and Darren Collison with 16 points each. Indiana shoots just 45.1% from the floor, 4 of 19 from beyond the arc. The Magic again defeat the Indiana Pacers 107 to 100 to get to 21 wins, 21 and 31 on the year again, four and a half games out of the final playoff spot. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It has been a a long time coming for the Orlando Magic to have an NBA All-Star. 
there have been a few close calls in the last six years since Dwight Howard left. Uh, Aaron Aflalo was getting some serious consideration in 2014. It was between him and Lance Stevenson, and we had those arguments, but the Magic's record eventually kept him out of the play, out of the All-Star game. Shoot, 2013, Glenn Davis was putting on an All-Star campaign before he broke his arm the night he launched his All-Star campaign. Glenn Davis wasn't making the All-Star team that year, but, but he, had a good, he had a good start to that season. And then there was Nikola Vucevic in 2015, or 2016, excuse me. The Magic were in the playoff hunt, but fading, and Vucevic was putting up solid numbers. He, of course, didn't make it. And Orlando's been, you know, largely irrelevant. Outside of the playoff picture, outside of the national picture, and it wasn't clear when Orlando would get another all-star opportunity. But Vucevic has been fantastic this year. Career-high numbers across the board. 20 points per game for the first time in his career so far. Averaging near nearly 13 rebounds per game, or 12-13 rebounds per game. Uh, averaging 3.8 assists per game, which is third best among centers behind just Nikola Jokic and Marc Gasol. He has been the most important player for the Magic, the guy that the Magic run their offense through, the guy who is just absolutely vital to everything that they do, including on the defensive end, to be perfectly frank. And it's his defense that's taken a step up, which has allowed the Magic to stay in the playoff race as much on the periphery as they are right now. They're in the race because of Nikola Vucevic. And he is, his statistics back up the fact that he is an NBA All-Star. But this is about so much more than that. This is about a team that's been desperate for attention and desperate for something good to hold on to, something that that they can point to. And, And yes, Vucevic doesn't really figure to be part of this team's future, but it's still important to have this recognition to show that guys can grow and succeed here and achieve this feat as much as it is an individual feat, as much as it doesn't have anything to do with winning. But more importantly, when you go around the Magic locker room, you see a guy that teammates are genuinely happy for, that he got this honor. It was shortly after the game uh, that was released on Orlando Magic doc, uh, Orlando Magic's uh, Twitter account, and it, it'll be linked on OrlandoMagicDaily.com, Terrence Ross took a, took the took the video of the celebration after the game. Vucevic did an interview with Fox Sports Florida, I believe. Entered the locker room after everyone had been had been there for a little while, and got the celebratory water parade or the celebratory water dousing. And you could just see and feel the excitement of that group. Just to celebrate this moment, especially after a win. To celebrate this moment with their teammate. And to me, that's the ultimate show of respect. The ultimate show that Vucevic has truly earned this place on the team. It's a special night for us as a team. Not only Vuce, but you know, us as a team. Um, Well-deserved. Vuce has been playing great this season. He's been carrying us this season. And... Uh, you know, I've been playing with Vooch for three years now, and he feels like a brother to me. So to see him get such a great award and accomplishment, it means a lot to me, myself, personally. 
No way. I mean, I, you know, I want that because because he deserves it. Like, you know, he's my friend and stuff. But uh, like I said, outside of Embiid, he's just the best big out there. Uh -huh. So how can you not select him? Uh -huh. uh, so I'm, you know, I was uh, kind of worried about. You know, our uh, wins and losses and where, where, where we are in the standings and, you know, Orlando being you know, kind of a small market, I was kind of worried about that, but obviously it went through, so. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. DJ Augustin and Evan Fournier reacting to Nikola Vucevic being named to the NBA All-Star team. And of course, the NBA All-Star draft will take place next Thursday as Giannis Antetokounmpo and LeBron James select their teams from the roster pool that was finalized and announced on Thursday. But Nikola Vucevic, of course, has this somewhat complicated legacy with Orlando. I mean, I don't think it's a hot take for me to say that Nikola Vucevic is one of the 10 best players ever to wear a Magic uniform. Others might challenge that because of the lack of team success that he's had. And I think Vucevic would tell you that, yes, that's the thing that's missing. That's the thing that he wants more than anything in the world. He's, you could tell from that clip that I played earlier that he is excited to represent the team and the city in Charlotte. Being the first guy to do that since Dwight Howard, essentially. At least in, in, the, in the main event, in Sunday's game. He's excited for that opportunity. He wants that challenge. He wants that mantle. He wants to do the city proud. Wants to do the organization proud, which which I have no doubt that he will. But you can also sense, and, and when you talk to him, you can hear how much he feels for the team and what the team needs to accomplish next. And what he feels is lacking, of course, in his resume, is that playoff berth. And the Magic still have a lot of work to get there. They've got a long road it's going to be a very difficult path to, to make up the ground that they've lost. It's certainly possible. It's not impossible. But yeah, it's a tricky, tricky proposition for sure. But Vucevic wants to see it done. And getting the win on Thursday night was a huge, huge win. For this team and for this group. There are decisions to make in the future about Nikola Vucevic. There are some big decisions to make about him. He may very well be one of the most sought-after players at the trade deadline. Certainly, his expiring contract and the Magic's uncertainty about him with Mohamed Bamba waiting in the wings. And I didn't mention Bamba, but Bamba had some very nice play in scoring three points blocking a couple shots, some emphatic blocks, in fact. But none of that matters yet. Yes, there's a trade deadline next week, and, and I do not expect Nikola Vucevic to get traded now, especially now that he's an all-star. I don't think the Magic can afford to have him wearing another team's logo across his chest when he goes to Charlotte. But... The wins are still what eludes him. The wins are still the thing that he fights for and wants for this franchise and this organization more than anything else. He was happy to get this individual award. But you notice, he put it in the team context. 
He wouldn't be there without his teammates supporting him. He wouldn't be there without Coach Steve Clifford putting a lot of trust in him. And Clifford's been a Vooch backer from day one, saying, you know, he is a guy that, that everyone knows is a challenge to defend. Number one on the scouting report. Coaches seem to agree they were the ones that put him in the All-Star game. Vucevic has accomplished the individual goal, obviously, with the team behind him. And of course, now what's left is to get that team goal, that team success, that team glory that only comes with making the playoffs. No, absolutely. And, uh, you know, the, the winning, uh, you know, it takes care of everything and, you know, it, it will bring everything that you need to you as an individual as well. And I know that, you know, lately we haven't, you know, had much success last two weeks, but I really feel like we're not far away. And, uh, you know, for the most, for most part of the season, we, I thought we would play well. We, we, you know, we were right there. So we're, you know, we're in three, four games out right now. So, you know, things can change real quickly. So we have a group of guys that believe that we can make it. And now we have an example of a player really well on both ends of the floor you know we uh you know we finished the game off you know something that we struggled with the past couple of weeks so uh you know, huge effort by our guys huge win you know, t ross was huge dj was huge at the end and uh Ojai was great on defensive end re- rebounding as well so great win now hopefully we can build on it you know saturday against uh brooklyn it's a huge game for us we played them twice already we lost closing in so hopefully we can get that one saturday it'll be huge for us and then we can watch the super bowl uh, Humble to the very end, but congratulations, Nikola Vucevic. Enjoy being an all-star. We look forward to seeing you in Charlotte in two weeks. Uh, enjoy that nice bottle of champagne that, that someone left in, in your locker to celebrate as well. And of course, enjoy the time with your new family as well. It's been a banner year for Nikola Vucevic in almost every single way. Uh, I couldn't get get the uh, the soundtrack to... to uh, I couldn't get the song All-Star by Smash Mouth on the pod for a number of reasons, but hey now, you're an all-star. Get your game on. Go play. That's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode. Put down that finger and that thumb in the shape of an L on your forehead. You look kind of dumb, and I know I I flipped that. Uh, But thank you all again for listening to today's episode. You can, of course, find us on Twitter at LockedOnMagic and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. All that glitter is indeed gold. And... Hopefully, this podcast does break the mold. But that's going to do it for me today. You can, of course, follow me on Twitter at R underscore MD. For the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. We're, of course, a week away from the NBA trade deadline, so that'll be sneaking up on us as well. So the latest, we'll have that on orlandomagicdaily.com as well as on Twitter at omagicdaily. There was a little bit of a rumor that did come out, something that I have confirmed. I'll probably discuss a little bit more uh, coming up on Monday. Um, as we get closer to the trade deadline, I really don't, I think people are kind of overblowing, blowing it a little bit, but it was surprising when I heard it. It's still surprising as it's been making the rounds, uh, regarding the, the Mo Bamba, Dennis Smith Jr. discussions. I, I do know that they happen, um, but obviously they didn't go anywhere because the Magic don't have Dennis Smith Jr. and they still have Mo Bamba and, and that's probably for the best. That's probably the right decision that, that the Magic made. But in any case, that's good dude for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening. Until next time, we'll see you all again Monday for another episode of Locked on Magic for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic. This has been Philip Rossenreich. I'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic. You are Locked on Magic. 
your daily Orlando Magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.